Hello, everyone. I'm Estela Casas, creative brand strategist for the Viva Auto Group family of dealerships. Thanks for listening to the Viva Style podcast, where we have interesting conversations about the automotive industry that provides hundreds of jobs in the borderland. Let's talk Viva Style. Good afternoon, everyone. And it's so exciting, such exciting times. Look, we always celebrate or remember or recognize uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month in October. But uh, in June, June 9th is where we're going to recognize high schoolers who have been on a cancer journey. And to talk more about this is Kristen Sizemore from Bags of Hope and uh, to tell us how this all came about. And this is so exciting. It is very exciting. And um, I am a breast cancer survivor. I was diagnosed in 2018, um, went on my cancer bumpy road uh, journey. Um, in 2019. And um, because of my experience, uh, I had a couple of friends that encouraged me, you know, you need to tell your story. You need to tell people about early detection, um, share, and you might be able to help others. Uh, I had the platform of the El Paso Apartment Association at that time, and um, we were able to raise over $10,000 for the Stand with Estella Casas Cancer Foundation. And um, on Wednesdays, we wear pink. So it was it was a little bit of a movement. We saw a lot of pink on Wednesdays during that period. And um, it was so rewarding. And to be able to give back after going through something so traumatic, you realize what your uh, mission is. So I have continued to make my mess my message. I came up with Bags of Hope, which is a fundraising platform to... Um, raffle designer handbags with proceeds going to a cancer-related cause. So uh, we completed our second year uh, last year in 2021, and the proceeds from our activities together, uh, we are able to give 10 $1,000 scholarships to graduating high school seniors um, who have been on a cancer journey, whether it's themselves or with an immediate family member. We all know that have been through that, that we take our family, friends, and children along for the ride. And this is a way for us together to be able to give back to those families who probably need that extra help as these kids go on to college. We have college students. You have a soon-to-be. You've had two already, (laughs) and I have one in college, and I know how expensive it can be. So any little bit helps to help buy books um, pay for stuff for their dorm room, you name it. So it comes in quite handy. So, so excited. Uh, uh, it's, it's very exciting. So we, you've taken this vision, this uh, goal of yours, a step further. Uh, we've, you've expanded, we've expanded to high school seniors. And tell me about the process. What, what did you all go through? Because I know that Kristen has been working very, very hard to bring this uh, together and yes. make this come into fruition. Uh, you put together a committee uh, and you, we sent out, uh, you know, we went to the TV stations. We talked about it on the radio. We sent out news releases about uh, trying to get kids to sign up. How, tell us about that process. It was, it all started from an original conversation you and I had when we first met and you knew that you wanted to take your foundation in a lot of directions and hoped at one point to do scholarships. And I thought, huh, maybe now's the time. (laughs) So um, I thought about it. I thought how we would approach it. I gathered um, eight other individuals outside of myself who I felt would be great examples, participants in um, the process. Some are educators, some, um, of course, are parents, um, 
I, I just felt this was a great group of women who could collaborate with me and come up with criteria. And when we started, it was very strict. It, you know, it had to be APA format and limited words. And as we started to see the um, information come across, we changed our direction on how we evaluated the essays. Uh, these 28 um, submissions spoke from their heart. They told their story in their words, um, which took each and every one of us through this incredible process. You were there with them every step of the way. And we realized that telling their story and how they told it was far more important and therapeutic, mm -hmm. probably for them. I know it was for us. Uh, and that's, that's how we approached it. And it was difficult because once you read through them all, you have to read them again and again mm -hmm. because you want to give everybody something. You really do. Because they opened up their hearts. It was, and some, I'm, I'm sure the submissions maybe weren't as heavy as they could be because it's a heavy thing to go through. Mm -hmm. It's a heavy mm -hmm. discussion to have. So, boy, it was something else. I know um, as uh, my committee started to read the essays, I started to get text messages about <laughs> um, I hard. needed to go to Sam's and buy a bunch of tissues because they, they needed to restock their... <laughs> there's a fly. It was, it was hard. It was hard to be there. And I know it was hard for me personally because it, it kind of struck a chord um, with some emotion that I had being on the cancer patient side, but it caused me to reflect a little about what my son went through exactly. with a cancer diagnosis. And it's, you know, it, it as painful as it is, there's um, such pride and, um, renewed hope, hope, bags of hope, bags um, of hope. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you realize there's restored hope and how resilient these, um, young adults are and how battle tested and resilient they are as they move forward in their new chapters. So why not give them restored hope? Absolutely. And reward them with a little something. Absolutely. Uh, we know how expensive it is to, to go to college. Uh, just simple, just talking about UTEP and if they can live at home, uh, it's expensive. It's $10,000 a year. So, you know, a $1,000 scholarship will go a long way, at least for books or maybe to buy some towels for their dorm room or to buy some uh, uh, an air fryer for their door, dorm room or just a little something. Things. You know, just I, I think the message of this is that we see you, we hear you. And we understand you. Absolutely. So it's exciting. It's exciting. I can't wait uh, uh, to, to give out these scholarships and, and to talk to these kids and, and, and their parents. Uh, because their parents, uh, either the grandparent or the parent, went through something like that. Or one young man who was diagnosed with uh, testicular cancer at age 15. He and was. he shared his story, too. He shared his story, and his story is so unique because of out of the 28 submissions, he's the only one that had gone on a personal cancer journey, went into remission, had it recur. Um, during the pandemic. During the pandemic, and the, he explained how he felt, how isolated he felt, um, but how uh, his friends circled around him <laughs> and um, kept him laughing and inspired to keep going um, towards the tail end of his journey his mother was diagnosed with thyroid cancer so 
he was there to support her, which I thought was remarkable. And he goes on to tell his story about how he made his mess his message. Mm -hmm. And through his um, position with his student council at his high school, was um, able to start an, uh, an awareness program um, for um, young men and, and girls his age of how to know when things aren't right and right. when to go to the doctor and such. So I think it's pretty remarkable at that age. It took me a lot longer. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a health advocate now because yes. uh, testicular cancer is very common between in men between 15 and 35 years of age. So they have to be very well aware of their bodies, like, like young women are too. Uh, more and more young women are being diagnosed with, with breast cancer. I, I've known of 19-year-olds who are being uh, diagnosed with breast cancer. So yes. you need to be very well aware of your bodies. And why not hear it from somebody your age that you need to stay on top of your health? So um, it, it's been quite a process uh, going through something like this, but bring, seeing this uh, come to fruition in, in a few days is going to be very exciting. And uh, we talked about restored hope and restored um, purpose, you know? And gratitude. And gratitude. You, you realize um, the journeys that some of these young adults have been through um, didn't always have the best outcome. They've lost mm -hmm. loved ones. And so not only dealing with the illness, but actually having to um, go through the loss mm -hmm. um, and how much gratitude I have that I um, made it to a better place and I can continue to tell my story. And um, I'm grateful for every day. I, I told you before that I feel like um, time is the greatest gift we'll ever have with those that we love and those that we can impact by telling our story and hopefully making a difference in others' lives. Absolutely. Anything you'd like to add, Kristen? Well, first of all, how are you doing? I'm great. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm okay. great. Um, I feel like I'm at the end of my cancer journey. I had a head surgery.